Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Welcome to another episode of Photo Taco. Thank you so much for the download. It really helps the show. And if you would, go take a second, give us a review on iTunes. My name is Jeff Harmon. I'm the hobbyist editor at ImprovedPhotography.com. And at the request of our super awesome Facebook group for the podcast, in this episode, I'm going to do my very best to explain focal length. And there's a couple of things here to talk about with focal length. First off, focal length sounds like it should have something to do with focus. It does. It kind of plays a role, but that's not really what the emphasis is of focal length. So I'm going to get to that kind of the end. Let's talk first about what focal length actually is. Even though it sounds like it should be focused, that's not really the biggest role for it. So to understand focal length, you have to understand just a tiny bit of history of photography, which is the case for so many photographer terms, and why it's kind of hard to understand. It came from stuff a long time ago, and it's a tough thing for me anyway for me to have picked up, so I hope I can help. All right, there were various kinds of lenses that you could put on the cameras back in the 35 millimeter camera days, which by the way, they were called 35 millimeter cameras. I need to explain this because focal length is also measured in millimeters. 35 millimeter was the name or the type of cameras that they referred to because that was the size of the film inside the cameras, not not because of the focal length, which was really confusing. Wow, we measured in the same things. Ah, why do we name it that way? It's like they're deliberately trying to make it hard for us. So, so 35 millimeter cameras, that's because of the name of the film, but they had interchangeable lenses like we have on our cameras today. And what, what was a struggle was different lenses would make the picture that you took look different from like a, a zooming in perspective. Some of them would make it look really much wider than what our eyes could see. And some of it would make it look like it's magnified or really zoomed in a lot from what compared to what our eyes can see. And we, you know, they discovered we needed a way to talk about how these lens compare with one another with respect to that, how zoomed in or out the lenses are. So the thing to understand is that 50 millimeters is on a full frame DSLR, that is the focal length that is about equivalent to what we see with our eyes. The same kind of perspective and field of view, what we see with our eyes normally is 50 millimeters. So technically, anything smaller than 50 millimeters, and it's generally like 11 to 24 really, but anything smaller than 50 millimeters is a wide focal length, and anything bigger than 50 millimeters, and you know, there's lots of them, are zooms. That's kind of the rough difference between them. So you might have 11 to 24, or 11 to, or or 24 to 35, or there's different focal lengths, and the, the lenses have different emphasis about why they'll have those focal lengths, but they're going to be in generally a lot wider zoom, or sometimes we call them shorter. They're shorter lenses, and it has to do a little bit with the actual physical size of the lens. Wider angle lenses are generally shorter. They might be thicker around sometimes, but they're generally shorter, whereas the lenses that are more of a zoom lens are generally much longer on the camera. So people will call them longer lenses too. And you can see then how much difference it is in the focal length kind of tells you how much difference it is in the zoom. 11 millimeters compared to 50. That doesn't sound like a lot and it's not. It's it's really hard to get wider than our eyes. So it takes a lot of optics and, and things start to really kind of get distorted 
in a lot of lenses that are wide, especially at the edges. They can get really distorted and kind of look like they're squishing things in really wide angle lenses. There's some that don't, some that are called rectilinear lenses that really maintain the, the perspective and still be wide, but there's not very many of those. Then there are the zoom lenses and they have, they're longer, like I said, and they, when they magnify it, you get this effect that's kind of the opposite of squishing. It's not like it's squishing in a different direction though. And the term that we use on that a lot, and you'll hear photographers say this is compression. You get compression. Things look different at that focal length than what our eyes see. Just like in wide, they kind of look squishy. Uh, it's weird. I'm, it's hard for me to describe <laughs> kind of what the view is. You, you really have to go experiment with it. But compression makes things look really nice, especially for like portraits. Wide angle works great for landscapes and zooms really do a good job of making people look good. That compression that you get from having a little bit different perspective on that long focal length, that zoomed in focal length, really does a good job. So like a common photography or portrait photo lens would be like 85 millimeters. That's zoomed just a little bit and it provides just enough compression to really flatter people, make them look very nice in photos. So that's a very common one to, to use on a full frame camera. And that's close to what you get on a crop sensor when you get a 50 that it's almost a 85 millimeter equivalent. And why we say equivalent, that's because the sensor is not as big and that means that it's it has kind of a rough effect of a zoom all by itself. For Canon, it's 1.6x. For Nikon, it's 1.5 on most. But it's not true zooming. It's not optically zooming in on something. It's just kind of more like the extra stuff you normally would get in a full frame sensor gets thrown away. So it's not a true zoom optically, but it kind of results in a little bit of the same effect, which means that a 50 millimeter lens, the crop sensor, because it's throwing away some of the other and it kind of automatically zooms in like you would on your computer if you cropped it. When you zoom it in, you didn't actually zoom any optically. It just threw away stuff on the outside. So that's kind of roughly what it is. The last thing then I, I promised I'd give back to how does focal length affect focus? So it's a pretty simple rule. The focal length, the wider the focal length, the shorter the focal length, the more you can get in focus at once. The longer the focal length, the bigger it is, the less you can get in focus. So shooting a landscape, if you shot with 11 millimeter lens, a lens at 11 millimeters, you're gonna be able to get a huge amount of the scene in focus at once. That depth of field is going to be easier to get into focus, even at smaller apertures. You might be able to get all of it at f11, say, instead of 18 or something like that. Whereas if you took a 250 millimeter lens and you tried to get everything that it sees in focus, you're gonna to have to go stop way down on the aperture, like f18, f22 or something. And even then on a full frame, you might not be able to get the whole scene in focus with that kind of a a focal length. So the wider, the shorter the focal length, the more you can get in focus. The longer, the more zoom on the focal length, the less you can get in focus. If you put both, say, at f8, you'd see a major difference between the two lenses, not only in the zoom, but also in what can be in focus. All right, there is my attempt at trying to explain focal length. So I hope that helps. 
Hey, follow us on Twitter at Photo Taco. Go find us on the Facebook, the uh, Photo Taco Podcast Listeners Group. We contribute out there. It's really fun to participate. You can offer suggestions for the show. And make sure you go visit improvephotography.com. We've got news and gear, articles, reviews, photo tips all the time out on that site. And lots of great education that you can find, especially for beginners. It is the best way to improve your photography. Photo Taco! Views expressed on this program by independent host guests and callers do not necessarily reflect their views of improved photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay!